Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yo, I'm comfortable talking to Mark Alford. He don't make me feel like I gotta kneel at a dark altar. His colleagues are cool, things are jolly and smooth. Anything else, it'll be part stupid and part awkward. Jeff Collier is a surgeon and now the 47th governor of the state of Kansas. He takes over the term of controversial Governor Sam Brownback, who quit to become an ambassador for President Trump. I recently got comfortable with Governor Collier in his office in Topeka and wanted to know what went through his mind as he took that oath of office. You know, it was a wonderful day. It was an awesome day and an awesome responsibility. And I was just very honored that Kansans were there, and I want them to know we're going to work for them. And you could feel it there. There were, it was a wonderful opportunity, you know, with our National Guard uh, coming through. We have wonderful folks in Kansas, and I think it's a tremendous opportunity for our state to move forward. And I'm just honored to be a part of it. But when you're up there taking that oath, I mean, it's a, a grand moment. Yeah. Um, are you able to think about what has led up to this, or are you just so caught up in the moment that that's all you can, you know, i got to get the words right? <laughs> well, we had to get the words right, but uh, uh, I, mine, mine were actually pretty short yeah. uh, on this. It was really wonderful to be there with my daughters and my wife and to have people there. And what it meant to me is that commitment and how much I believe in that commitment. And it was making sure that that commitment was there. I felt it and I felt a lot of people really willing to help uh, at that moment. You talked about a new day of openness. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean exactly? Yeah. I want people to know I want to run this government like I see the world and how I operate. And I want to make sure that people get more information for us. So you're going to see new new areas of transparency. You'll see some executive orders over the next few weeks. I think we need to talk more. I think we need to work together. And I think you need more data so that you can trust what you're getting from us. I'll always level with you. I might not always have the right answer, but I will learn from those problems or whatever happens there. I'm going to be putting Kansans first. What kind of data are you talking about? Well, I, I think that, for example, we've been talking about new, new data, new information that can come out. For example, how can we improve our reporting from the Department of Children's and Families? Better economic data that's out there releasing more data on can care and other programs and in fact we started doing that that was the ori the origin of, of can care was we wanted to make sure we have more data so that we can start seeing outcomes and you're gonna see me pushing this I can't change it all at once but you're gonna see me pushing this very tenaciously over the next few months getting better data for people so we can make better decisions you think those decisions have not been good in the past? I think they can always be better. There's always continuous improvement. I'm not looking backwards. I'm looking forwards. Um, 
You also said, uh, give yourself to your fellow man, yeah. a line like that. That kind of reminded me of JFK's, ask not what you can do for your country, yeah. or, or your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. You know, I grew up in Hayes, and I went to John F. Kennedy Middle School and Thomas More Prep for high school. And what they taught me is that service, that's what this is about. That's why we're on this earth. And I think most Kansans believe that, and it's part of them, that we are here to serve and work with our neighbors. And I thought it was important that we live that aspiration, that we live who we are. That's what makes us special. Now, there'll be time for the policy side, but it makes us special. And we're the heart of America. And when I'm out talking with kids across the state, and they're telling me how they're doing service in all sorts of ways that you and I wouldn't have done, I think that's very optimistic for us. And it's something that we can build on. It's what's special about our state. So. I'm looking at it and I just think, you know, if we really concentrate, if we let these kids serve to grow, to lead on this, we can have a very good future and their future's here. So do you think maybe we've done too much navel gazing, looking at our problems rather than looking outward and what we need to do to serve others? You know, I think Kansans serve much more than any other people I've met. I've been around the world, around the United States, and we work with our neighbors. And sometimes we don't recognize it. The rest of the world does. The rest of the world sees, when they see the real America, mm -hmm. they're thinking of a place like Kansas. And as we're looking forward for us, that service is part of the special heart of America. And I think we use that service. We allow it to grow. That gets people to move to the state. Let me give you an example. Uh, Southwest Kansas has a shortage of doctors. Mm -hmm. And I was, visiting with, uh, I was visiting with one of the local hospitals there. And they said, we're going to try to get a doctor to come visit. I said, well, if you'll get three to come visit, I'll come out and, and work with you and have dinner with them and try to get them to stay. And I said, and by the way, you know, I'm interested in service. And, you know, I've volunteered all over the world and here in Kansas. And, you know, you want to do that, too. Well, the next thing I know, they had 18 doctors come wow. out to visit. And getting some of those doctors to sign up and say, I'm going to move to southwest Kansas because I can serve and mm -hmm. I can live my ideals. That speaks a lot for our state. It's kind of like the show Northern Exposure. Did you ever see that? <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> um, Let's talk about your being a surgeon, too, because yeah. you uh, practice in the Kansas City mm -hmm. area. I think you mm -hmm. um, have privileges out of KU Med, or uh -huh. is that correct? Yeah, KU and several yeah. other hospitals. So you're going to keep doing surgeries? Uh -huh. Just a little bit yeah. um, there. I'm going to spend just a few hours a week because, one, I'm committed to my patients. But here's the other thing is when you're in the emergency room, when you're going back to the operating room, those are some of the most difficult, most intimate times with my patients. And they tell you, you know, they tell you their dreams, they tell you their fears, and that's something you don't hear in this building. You, that, that relationship is important to me. And I learn things there that make me a better governor. And that's why I'm doing it. Now, on the other hand, you know, I'm a 100-hour-a-week surgeon. And I've told the staff, get used to it because you're going to have to keep up with me. I'm going to have that energy here as governor. 
How do you surgically make things better here? Because it's going to take a doctor to, to heal what's been broken here in a lot of ways. The division, um, and I know you probably don't want to talk uh, bad about the past, but let's face it, there, there has been some derision mm -hmm. and, and the way things have operated. How are you going to make that better, heal that? So I oftentimes walk into very difficult situations, the war in Iraq, drop in the middle of Rwanda during the genocide, or in an operating room here, or in a political situation here in the state. That's something that's not uncommon for me. What is What we can do though is I've learned that if you listen to people, you start pulling up your sleeves and you start working and you start getting things done, then people will start to join you. And as they join you, then you can get bigger and bigger things done. I'm not about you know, what's the fight about last year or 10 years ago? It's where are we going as a state? And I think Kansans expect that of us. I think they want us to be better, you know, better people. And we're going to keep working at it. It won't be perfect, but we will. The biggest issue, I think, I don't know if you agree, has got to be the funding of education. Mm -hmm. You've got the Supreme Court kind of breathing mm -hmm. down your neck to get something done by April. Um, how do you do that? How do you come to a resolution where everyone feels like it's fair? So I want to commit to everybody. I'm going to make sure that schools do not close. I want to make sure that our schools start getting outcomes, that we're getting results. For example, I won't accept an 85% graduation rate from high school. I think we can do better. How do we do it? That's what we're going to work on. The very first day here, the first two meetings I had was with the Republican leadership and then with the Democratic leadership. And I talked to them, where do you want to go on schools and school funding? How do we get there? And you know what? They were offering some ideas. I think that we can build on this. And I'm committed to making sure that we get a result on this. I'm going to work very hard at it. And I'm really gratified that many of the leaders in the state on both sides of the aisle are willing to make that commitment too. At the same time, you got to keep running for the office to oh, get elected yeah. for what you now hold. Mm -hmm. uh, you got six months mm -hmm. right before the primary. Mm -hmm. Uh, how do you how do you juggle those two? Be a good governor. I'm going to do my job, and I'm going to focus on getting results. I realize people don't have four years to kick the tires. They're going to have six months, but they're going to get to see: Is Jeff moving us forward? Is he listening to us? Are we starting to see results? I think uh, I'm committed to working with people to getting that done. And it's not going to be, you know, you can go out and make a whole lot of empty promises, but we're going to be working on results. Gotcha. Governor, See thank you, you so yeah. much. Hey, I've got, I know I've got one more thing for okay. you here. No, so, um, so uh, we, have, we have good news. Okay. okay, so our good news is we just literally just a couple of hours ago, we just got the revenue numbers for January and it's up $145 million over the estimates. What that means is we're actually about $250 million over the estimated amount of where we should be right now. Right. So the economy is doing a little bit better, but part of that is also the federal tax plan has moved some of that back there. What that means is we have a cushion. Mm -hmm. And that over the next few months, I probably I expect our revenue estimates to be down a little bit in February, March, April, because it didn't account for the federal tax law change. 
But I think that that gives us a good basis that we can move forward for us. And we're going to be cautious uh, about it, but having that in the bank is very helpful to us. Awesome. Well, so, thank you. Yeah. Look forward so, to talking with you some more. Yeah. Appreciate absolutely. it. I'm comfortable talking to Mark Alford. He don't make me feel like I got to kneel at a dark altar. His colleagues are cool. Things are jolly and smooth. Anything else, it'll be part stupid and part awkward. Do your homework before you talk to a vet. That way you won't get no static coming from tech. I'm on my own planet. I'm in my zone, damn it. I see a Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.